You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 279 of the Take Him With You podcast. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. Stick around. We're going to be reviewing Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Another night in a hayfield Till she climbed down off of them four wheels Yeah, yeah As soon as that sundress hit the headlights Every tailgate way out there was like Yeah, yeah She started walking over to me Like she already knew me She sat down right beside me I'm in a little bit of trouble now, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> so yeah, today yeah. we're out watering the garden this morning because it's real warm lately. And, so and I was too tired to water last night. Right. So. And and so Amy's like, oh, I'm like, what's wrong with you? And she goes, can't get that stupid song out of my head. Oh, I this song but it just wouldn't stop playing in my head because you played it about 10 times yesterday <laughs> well yeah we'll tell you about that in a minute but uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. by the way that's the name of that artist is country artist joe nichols yeah and, and the song is yeah yeah <laughs> it really gets stuck in your head <laughs> it does get stuck in your head there's a lot of, of we had uh, to go buy it because it was stuck in my head so well we play i'm not for you <laughs> i'm not a huge country fan i have to take that back though you know it's it's silly i was thinking about the other day my musical tastes they're varied well, I like a, I like all sorts of different kinds of music. I love music. Period. You're a huge Willie Nelson fan, which I don't know if anyone could get why, but you grew up with it, and you grew up with with um, Kenny Rogers. And I don't really like Kenny Rogers, though. I mean, I know one song of his. No one. Maybe hold two. Em. Lady no and yeah, the the Did, gambler. Didn't he do the duet with um Islands in the Stream? Yeah, I like that with one. Dolly Parton. Yeah, like yeah. There's a one. few country songs. That, well, the reason I like Willie Nelson is because I had a babysitter when I was a kid that her husband was really in to Willie Nelson, and he had every record that Willie Nelson ever came out with, and he would buy them as soon as they came out. And he played them all for me over and over and over and over until I knew all the lyrics. And and when Willie came <coughs> out with a Christmas album, a few I went and bought the Christmas back, album. We I had to go buy the I Willie have, Nelson you know, Christmas And honestly, album. I only have his greatest hits and the, the Christmas, Christmas album. album. I would probably have more of his stuff if I. I might nowadays, you know, I don't know, after what's going on now, I might get some more. And we'll tell over. everyone what's going on now soon. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah, kind of craziness. But uh, anyway, I listen to lots of Willie Nelson songs, and so I know I know a lot of his stuff. But the country has changed. You know, there's classic country with a lot of twang Which and stuff I, like that. I'm not a huge fan of the old-fashioned twangy. But country. now there's a they're not brand new. It's been around for a while. Um, there's a country rock category now that's mm-hmm. more of like rock and roll, but with country f- flair in it. Well, and one thing I like about country music as far as the genre is I like the folksy element of it of the storytelling like like yeah, but you know what all listened. music does that yeah but but like the song we just listened to it uh, told a story yeah and you know um the song that Carrie Underwood does about um Jesus take the wheel you know you, you can picture this young mom driving down the road and she's feeling like her life's falling apart and she kind of you know prays as she's driving jesus take the wheel basically she can't handle this she needs help and but you know there's lots of stories like that in the country music where you can picture it's kind of like the song is like Like drunk getting drunk on a plane and sadly i can picture that too (laughs) you can picture getting drunk on a plane no i can picture i can it's like a movie playing in my head right I can see someone, you know, sad and getting on a plane and putting, you know, he he tacks a picture up there of the girl he was going to marry who dumped him. And (laughs) buys drinks for everybody on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, but that's one thing that's neat about music um, and the songs that you've been playing lately is, is like while you're listening, you can actually, you know, it's like a movie playing in your head while you're listening to the song. Yeah. Speaking of movies, we are mm-hmm. going to be talking a little bit about uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, we went and saw it. Kind of. 10 p.m. on Thursday night. I don't know uh, why I went with you. We'll talk about that in a moment <laughs> as well. Uh, but we will be talking about that. But I guess I could say uh, a week ago today, uh-huh. my phone rang. Yeah. And I picked it up and it was um, uh, the Loose Man, Phil Loose from a uh, local radio station. He he is the morning guy and a friend of ours for a long time. Anyway. Uh, I knew him before I met you. Mm-hmm. We went to youth group together. Yeah. Yeah. That was a long, long time ago. It was. Well. Over <clears throat> 30 years ago. He asked if I would be um, what I was doing and stuff. And I told him a little bit about my business and stuff. And. Uh, and then he said, well, you know, we were talking the other day and we're looking for somebody that could uh, do some fill-in work here at the radio station. Would you be interested? And it was the weirdest thing. Uh, I wasn't thinking about doing that kind of thing. And uh, as soon as he said it, I felt right. I said, yeah, sure. And he's like, okay, well, why don't you come in and give, talk to us? So I went in and uh, I talked to them and uh, they offered me a job. Uh, part time, obviously, because I have my own and, business and stuff. And right but. now, they're they're kind of desperate for felon workers. Because... Well, yeah, when they have vacations and stuff, there's nobody to do their their shift. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I learned how to do uh, the that's comp- computer stuff, and radio is way different than it was because it's been sixteen. But the fu- years here's the funny that you part: you did full time radio. Funny part though. Okay. Funny part is, they have four radio stations under one roof. There, roof, rough, roof, roof. And uh, they have a news radio. Mm-hmm. They have classic rock 
they have sports, and then they have a country station. And of all the stations they wanted me to be on, they wanted you to be on the country, country station. one. <laughs> now I don't, I don't listen, I don't listen a lot to country music, and uh, even though. You know, like we said in the past, you've sung, you've sang country music. The only reason that I know of anything about the 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 new country stuff is uh, because of like The Voice or um, American Idol, like Keith Urban and mm-hmm. um, what's the guy's name on The Voice? Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton, yeah. Shelton, Shelton, Shelton. I don't know what his last name is. And yeah, so well, and I I enjoy Keith Urban's music. I I like it so much that I even have an iTunes station that's like yeah. based off his music. And and she even has a poster on her ceiling. No, I don't. I'm like, what? And first and thing she sees Kath- when she wakes up, <laughs> no, Keith Urban. No, I don't. And um, then she looks at me and goes, oh. <laughs> and then Catherine and my mom and I all went to Scotty McCurry's concert, who was a winner of American Idol. And right. They came to Aberdeen. And it was really neat because he played kind of a mix. He did about a third classic country, a third modern kind of country rock, and then a third gospel. Wow. So it was a a good mix because my mom was with us, and she's in her mid-80s, and then I had a teenage daughter. And, you know, I think he played something that just everybody would like. So everybody liked it. So, yeah, we. I mean, we are not country music fanatics is what we're saying but we we tolerate here's the it. We the like weird it, part though but, okay so yeah i uh i said sure I, I i'll do it and this is on a tuesday i talked to him uh-huh. and he goes great can you start on friday yeah and i went what what and so they hand me this paperwork that i had to go take a drug test <laughs> you think this is funny <laughs> And and did, did you and, talk about your drug tests on okay, your first ra- shift? Radio has come <laughs> so far uh, from when I used to be in it. We actually played uh, records and CDs. Yeah. And and the ads were on these little actually, things called. Actually, I carts. remember when you first started ra- radio, there were no CDs. Right. We you just didn't played have ra- a c- records. just records or. You put you recorded the records. So you on did your whole cards. shift live, and you actually spun the disc. Like you, that's why they uh-huh. call them disc jockeys. Uh huh. And we used them. We turned the microphone on ourselves. We did everything ourselves back then. And now it's all changed. Mm-hmm. And so I went in. Um, I I the next day I went and I. Just sat with the, the morning shadow. guy and watched. I just watched how he did it, and mm-hmm. he, it was really confusing at first. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm such an old fogey." Even though I have a modern, state-of-the-art studio with big monitors and computer programs that do everything that they do, yeah. But it was just it's in a different situation. So uh, there, I watched. Theirs is actually an older program kind right. of setup than what you have. Right. Yours is more modern than they have. So I went in the next it's day and trained again just a little bit more. And then finally, um, I went in for my first seven-hour shift because somebody was on vacation. And so I had to fill in for seven hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a pretty grueling first shift, I have to say. Uh, but before I did that, of course, I had to go and take my drug test. <laughs> so here's drug tests have come a long ways, too. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I'm a little nervous because I well I don't take drugs or anything, but, but you've never taken a drug. I've never test. taken a drug test in my life, 
So he was afraid he would not. (laughs) I didn't know how to take. And there's a lot of you know things. I mean, like, are they going to be in the room when you have to pee in the cup? And all you know, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to do this. Well, (laughs) so I get up to the place and I find the the drug testing place, and I sit down and the nurse comes over and she says, "Okay, Mr. Moyer, let's get you set up here." And so we fill out the paperwork and all that jazz, and. And she gets this cup and she sets it on the on the table and she says, "Okay, I'll I'm gonna put you in here," and and I so I said, "Wait, I got a couple of questions," because <laughs> I'm like, "I don't what," and I said, "Well, I mean, how much do you want?" <laughs> and the lady just kind of chuckles and she looks at me and she goes. Well, and then she makes this like, like, like motion with her fingers on the side of the cup and says, probably about maybe up to there would be perfect. And she goes, do you think you can? And, I, and I'm like, that's kind of personal. I don't know. And I said, well, I can try. So, OK, so now I can't go into great detail because it wouldn't be appropriate for this family podcast. Orientated podcast. But I will say this. I have not taken a drug test before, and it never occurred to me on how I would do this in a cleanly fashion. Because, you know, the last thing you want to do is be embarrassed when you walk out of the room with, like, look like you peed your pants or something like that, right? So I think, well, if I set the cup down on the side of the toilet, you know, I can put what I need to put in there and, uh, and then pick it up and take it out, you know, set it on the on the thing where they went well okay so she goes in and she sprays this dye in the toilet okay and the reason they do that is so that you can't dilute your stuff and, urine right because when you <laughs> when you put the dye in it it shows up and then it's invalid yeah. okay so what happens <laughs> can you guess yeah you can guess I knocked the cup into the toilet. Okay, so now yeah. it's got the stuff in there, and I can't use it. And now I have to. <laughs> I've got to fish it out first of all, and then I get it. <laughs> my face is hurting. <laughs> and well, no, it gets worse. And then I have to stick my head out the door and tell the nurse. Um, I, so I open the door. She goes, "Oh, like I'm done already." <laughs> And I said, um, what happens if you drop the cup in the toilet? And she goes, what? I said, what happens if you drop it? And she goes, well, then you have to take another one. And I'm like, okay, well, what do I do? So she comes around. She goes, well, why don't you take that and put it in the garbage? Because I can't touch it. I don't have any gloves on. So I went and dumped it in the garbage. And she gave me a new one. And I won't say how I figured out how to do this, but <laughs> I had more than enough to um, satisfy their... Okay, um, you had enough. Too much information. I had to initial my pee. Yeah. Yeah, they put this, like, seal over it, and then you have to initial it. Yeah. And then they sent it off to the testers. And uh, so the next day, I go in, and I'm recording my my uh, lines and everything, and I'm working at the radio <laughs> station in the studio. And... Um, the the HR lady comes in and she goes, I said, so did I pass my test? And she goes, I don't know. They haven't called yet. And I said, well, they were supposed to call today. She goes, well, they haven't called yet. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. 
And uh, so anyway, the next day I did some more work at the station and um, I found out I passed. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, I passed. I just heard of your trauma. <laughs> yeah. I'm clean, everybody. <laughs> well, uh, you know, in the 30 years I've known you, or 29 years I've known you, I've We've only done that you. one stint of heroin for what? What, no, a month or no, so? No, no. I've never known you to use any drugs of any kind. You don't even like taking Benadryl. They, I'm a light, you know, even though I'm a heavier guy, I'm a lightweight <laughs> when it comes to drugs. They just, it, they affect me really weird, and I don't like I, it. I, I... <coughs> Sorry, I got to tickle my throat. I'm already weird enough. I don't um, need drugs to be weird. I remember when you broke both your arms Ugh. a couple, like, was it a year or two ago? Uh, two years ago now. <coughs> you okay? And Here, have a drink of strawberry soda. Um, I don't know if that's... It's so good. I don't, uh, I don't like it. But... Strawberry crush. No sugar, by the way. Um, but Rick had broke both of his arms. and Actually, they... my dog broke both my arms. Well, the dog tripped you. <coughs> she did trip me. <coughs> You went flying, and yeah, both your I didn't go flying. Them. I went falling. Yeah. And I tried to <coughs> keep this big boy from hitting the ground, <laughs> and that broke both elbows at the exact same yeah, time. That was really woohoo! So the yeah, first, the first yeah. night, <clears throat> the first night, I don't think you wanted to take the in, the pain medicine that I finally the doctor did. gave you, and and you were just not sleeping so thus i was not sleeping so i finally begged I, you well i felt like a tyrannosaurus rex please take some pain medicine i mean just for the first couple nights please i need some sleep i felt like a tyrannosaurus rex yeah the the dinosaurs that are really big but have little arms yeah that's what i felt like um all that to say I don't take drugs. But I, I passed yeah. my test. So And I stayed up all night. And I even, nobody even got this except for me. I wore my Daft Punk shirt when I took the test. You know why? Because um, you stayed up all night? Studying for my test. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I pulled that <laughs> line on the lady. And she didn't even <laughs> acknowledge it. Never said a word. Aww. I said, I said, yeah, I stayed up all night studying for this test. <laughs> and I looked down at my shirt. I never get that. And it's that. clueless. There's yeah. no no reaction. She just goes, okay, <laughs> Mr. Moyer, let's fill this out. And I'm like, oh, these are, wonder, this is not good. I wonder if she didn't think you were looking at your shirt. But... <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was that? What was that sound? Oh my gosh, she's snorting. Oh my gosh. All right, we've lost it officially now. We've lost it all. Oh man. Right here on the Taken With You podcast. We might as well call this the Ouch, I got a sliver in my hand podcast. Oh, mercy. <laughs> I was just trying to make a joke. But I guess you know. I guess you don't. You don't joke at airports, at the or security counter, or at or urine tests. <laughs> okay. Oh. Moving on. <laughs> I I I am now an official disc jockey again. Again at the harbor's <coughs> new country, kicks ninety five point three. Because when I first met you, you were a disc jockey at the same building that yeah. you're working again. Um, and then 
<clears throat> when we got engaged, you were recruited to be the program director and morning DJ. I'm actually recording lines and being on, on the radio gotcha. in the same room that I was in <coughs> many years ago. Sorry. I can't believe how hard I laughed. So, yeah, um, yeah so it's been... Are you okay? Gosh. Man, go ahead and talk for a little bit. Go ahead and pluck a chicken. <laughs> you okay? Uh, yeah, my eyes are just watering so much, and I was coughing. Yeah. Oh, my. So uh, there I am, and, you know, it's part-time. I'm I'm actually, if you want to listen to me, you can. Mm -hmm. uh, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. It's not a really long shift, but... Uh, I'll be on uh, Monday through Friday, and I, I would imagine I'll eventually do some weekend shifts if they want me to. And just... this next Monday, you're actually going to be on for seven hours. Yeah, I'm from... on from twelve to seven on Monday, which would be. Uh, it's probably most people are going to hear this after that, though. Probably. So yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's an adventure. Life is always an adventure, and um, we just never know from one week to another what you're going to be doing. Because yeah. some weeks you're doing video work and. <laughs> Music and, and I did a bunch of I have so much work right now it's just crazy but and then I added the part time job on top of it at the radio station so anyway you can listen to me if you'd like to uh, do so and let me know what you think it's pretty funny hearing me talk about some of these songs because I'm just not I got to figure out the names of everybody and, and you know you have to do research on the artists and you you do weather yeah. forecasts and you do public service I, announcements I got and, home from work yesterday and I was listening to you in the car so and were I, my neighbors they our neighbors to me. were listening. <clears throat> while they were painting their kitchen and she came over to tell me that she heard you introduce a song and got quite a chuckle out of it because she she heard you kind of have a smile or a chuckle right at the end of the line because you introduced the song i'm gonna drink all night or something like that i think it was that one and she she knows that we're not drinkers so she, she thought that was funny. <laughs> she thought that was funny and she heard you and i heard the same thing when you said I'm going to drink all night. And you kind of did a little, like, <laughs> chuckle at the Hey, I end. tried not to make any. I did no commentary. <laughs> no commentary. Just on the content the of the songs. songs. <laughs> and, um, but she thought that was so funny and had to come over and tell me. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I have to say, there are some quite catchy tunes. They're, they're really quite good. And yeah. some of them are not so great. But m most of them actually are pretty, pretty well, fun. you know what I, I told her, I said, country music tells a story and, yeah. and everyone has a slightly different story. And you have, you know, Carrie Underwood singing Jesus Take the Wheel and you have Not someone anymore. else. That's an old song. Well, and then you have somebody else saying, I'm going to drink all night. <laughs> so they're all stories. They're just from different people's perspectives and, sure. and experiences. And there, so. there, there really are some pretty <laughs> neat people uh, doing the music. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But you know the most fun is the people that I get to work with. That's a lot oh, of yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. There's some nice people there. Phil and Ashley are just uh, really, really nice folks. Um, one of the kids that used to be in our youth group is a news guy there. Uh-huh. And so uh, now, he's all grown up. Had you worked with Pat Anderson before, or did you just... No, I never him? did. Pat's a, Pat's a big guy there at the radio station and does a lot of stuff. I'm not exactly sure. I don't know everybody's position there yet mm -hmm. because, I, like I say, I haven't been there that long. But um, I'm just the fill-in guy. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> just... the fill-in guy that doesn't know what he's doing. And, you boy, you could tell that on the first shift. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Well, you know, you got better as it went along. I got better. <laughs> she turned me into I, it a It didn't mood. sound bad to begin with, but it, you definitely got the flow with more as it Well, yeah, it. takes time. I would be like going. <laughs> what would you be doing? I already heard. <laughs> I'd be going crazy. <laughs> there would be no podcast if it wasn't for you pushing all these buttons and everything. I have no idea. I just sit here at the microphone. Well, I was worried that it was going to be a really hard learning curve. And really, uh, I think the best way, the best thing for Phil to do, and he's he's basically my, my supervisor, he, um, he just threw me in there and showed me what to do and figured I could do it. And it took... I don't know. It took about three hours for me to to get used to using the system, and then then it was just a matter of I was rusty, and so I had to start and stop and do a bunch of different things. So anyway, finally got it, and I think as time goes on, it'll be a lot easier. Sounds so good. just very thankful for the opportunities. <laughs> Felt good to have somebody call and want me to to do something like that, and mm-hmm. kind of fits in with the uh, the business that I do. With voiceovers and all that. Mm-hmm. I probably could do a lot of lines right here if I wanted to, but it is kind of fun to go into the station and hang out and stuff. Yeah, and I think it's good. You know, you've been, um, I was telling Rick, because he was like, I'm not sure. If I, you know, am I crazy to be doing this? And I go, well, <clears throat> you know, you've been working from home for five years. And, you know, on a weekly basis, you may have a meeting couple times a week with different businesses or we'd have a film shoot here or there but probably 75 percent of the time you work from home with jade and i jade and you while i'm off doing my job so um i said but you're you're really a people person and and you get um part the way God's I derive my energy from being around others. You know, and it's really interesting. I am an energy sucker. (laughs) No, it's interesting because Rick and I have talked about many times how opposites attract and how we're opposite in a lot of the ways. He likes creamy Jif peanut butter. I like Adam's old-fashioned crunchy peanut butter. And... That you're an extrovert. Rick's an extrovert. I'm an introvert. No. And where I, in order to get refueled and energized, I need to be away from everything and be out in my garden, be reading a book, doing something quiet. And you need to be around people. So to get refilled energy-wise. So we both fill up differently. Like to get... Yeah, but I think the longer we've been married, the more we recognize what each other's needs are and and support each other in that. Like if you know, I I can see. Oh, you need you need to do something social, something fun because no, one of the biggest things is like on Saturday nights, I need to watch Wonder Woman. And Star Trek. And you always love that. You think that's the best. <laughs> and you know I need that. And so you watch it with me. Um, I try to escape into the bedroom <laughs> when he's not looking. It's true. You don't watch Wonder Woman with me. Um, I, try to, I try to avoid it. All the world is waiting for you <clears throat> and the power you possess. I think I would respect her more if she wore pants. 
and a whole top. There's nothing wrong with Wonder Instead Woman. of just half of a She's top. She's a wholesome, beautiful woman. She is a beautiful... With those cool bracelets. Okay. <clears throat> you can put the, the lasso of truth around me and ask me any question and I'll tell you no lies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make the sound. <laughs> okay, ask me a question. Would you like Wonder Woman as much if she was in a coverall like the kind that men wear to work on um, on cars? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You better say that. <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> we could talk about that on anomaly. Why did sometime. we talk about opposites and everything? What was that all about? Just Why that, were you talking about that, that? God has a good sense of humor. Okay. Oh, and you were thinking. Oh, oh and you were we saying were talking that, about. I was encouraging you to do the radio station thing because yeah. you've always loved doing radio. I did it for years. You did it for twelve years yeah. when we were first married. You. That's always, why it was really easy to do podcasting. You always loved doing that and. And I thought it would be good for you to be out and about in the public out a little about, bit more. If I was from Canada, like my out friends, boot. I'd be out in a boot. Out, out in a boot. Out in a boot. Out, out. After I got done phoning you. Yeah, I'm not sure. Sorry, Sean. <coughs> we try. Sorry, Bridget. Sorry, we Jeff. Try. Sorry, Billy Bob. It's it's Joe. hard when you're when you're. Sorry, Shirley. <coughs> from the U.S. I named all it's of our friends from say. Canada just now. Did it's hard to say. Did you see what I did there? It's hard to say a boot, right? About. We say about. <laughs> wow. It's the chair. <laughs> wow. I'm like, hmm. It's the chair. It squeaks. I, I do have to say, though, I am excited. I found out that um, there's a chemical in your. Uh, flatulence. Flatulence. That's farting. Um, <laughs> that uh, is good for you and it helps you live a long life. So. I just want to to but, say but that, that I actually... will contribute as much as you need. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Unfortunately for you, that was just a chair squeaking. Oh, you yeah. don't want me to live long. I don't know. At least while we're recording. <laughs> I would add a completely different thing to Spock saying, live long and prosper. Okay. <sighs> I'm banging my head on the microphone now. Yeah, you're a so... headbanger all right. <clears throat> Okay, so, well, we should be done talking about that. Why don't we, <coughs> our main subject of the podcast today is is reviewing the dawn of the planet of the apes. So you want to stick around. Very we, intense spiritual. It, it really is. If you would have stayed awake. Sorry. We'll be back in a moment with our review of dawn of the planet of the apes. Not the guy named Dawn, by the way. Just want you to know.
Do you know that this music is the music from Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? Um, and guess what? What? It shares something very near and dear to my heart with some other movie. Do you know what that is? It's either Star Wars or Star Trek. Oh, she wins Star Trek. I remember the same you composer, mm-hmm. Michael. I I don't know how to say his last name. It's Gia Giacchino or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, he is the uh, the composer of the music from Star Trek, the newer stuff, the newer Star Trek, mm-hmm. the J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Okay. And now he did the music for the great. Well, called the Great Ape Processional from uh, the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And you just heard some of it right there. I think I I heard about Must midnight. Must be natural. Was it midnight or 1230 in the morning? I think I heard you and So this is how it goes, everybody. We, we uh, My son <clears throat> got a hold of me and said, Nathan, and said, Hey, do you want to go see Planet Dawn of the Planet of the Apes at 10 o'clock on Thursday night? when it Like the pre-showing. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, jumped on that. Jumped on it, I did, and I said, "Yeah, I don't want to monkey around at all. I really want. I want to go there. I'm bananas about that movie. Bananas about the movie. Yeah, I got it. So he bought the tickets online, thinking that we would have a rough time finding a seat. <laughs> and uh, as the day grew and approached the time, I was busy all day at the radio station learning, so I was a little bit in a frenzied kind of feeling. But I, I was looking forward to going to the movies. And I then uh, my daughter-in-law, who's married to my son, Andrew, her name is Kira, mm-hmm. she says, I kind of like to go see that. I invited her. She said, sure. And so I was going to go pick up Nathan and Kira, and then we were going to go to the movies together. But then I convinced you to come with us. And I'm not quite sure exactly how that happened because you Because you not... love Planet of the Apes. Well, for one, I really don't like most of the Planet of the Apes movies. The very last one was okay. Um, I, I enjoyed, do you have like I enjoyed the last Simeon Phoba? No, it's just that the Planet of the Apes movies are some of your favorites, and just like Star Trek, even though I like Star Trek, um, I think I I start to loathe them the more time I, I loathe see them. bananas. It's kind of like I used to really like Bonanza and Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, but I don't like them as much as I used to just because you've watched them so much. Whatever. And so I get tired of Whatever. them. Whatever. And so... I'm well, trying to explain what we did at the movie. So, okay. So you talked me into going. Uh-huh. So we drove to so the movie theater. so we drove there at 10 Well, we picked everybody at, up like first. like 9.30 at night and picked everyone Actually, up. Actually, we, we did about 9 o'clock. Okay, so yeah, so we were there a half an hour, and I have to say... Because we wanted good spots. I have to say that I had a really good time eating popcorn and visiting with my son and my other son's wife, Kira. Um, We had a great time before the movie visiting, so it was worth going for the visiting I made small talk with people that were standing in line when there's only like three. So and you, I found you, out when we got there. You did your your extrovert well, fluttering around. I found out when I we got there that apparently we're in such a small town. Mm-hmm. Only seven people had pre-bought their tickets. Yeah. Yeah, out of a whole theater. 
Yeah. We wound up having about, what, say 50 people in the theater? Yeah, maybe. And it probably held like 200. 200. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't overly stuffed. No. I don't even, yeah. It, maybe. Yeah. If maybe we were crushed, we wouldn't have been stuffed. Maybe it would have even held 250 or something. I don't, I don't know. know. We weren't very crowded. But Nathan picked the seats. He did pretty good. And so we sat down. It's 3D, by the way. Which, quite honestly, there wasn't a lot. I don't. I don't remember being a whole lot of 3D in it. So, maybe I'm just so well, used to that now. It was blurry though if you didn't have your 3D glasses on. Well, you know but, that. Yeah, and there were quite a few when I was awake. I did notice things coming. Did you? Because I didn't notice that very often. Yeah. I did on the previews of the other movies, but. Hmm. So we sat there, and uh, I knew. Um, I knew my wife wasn't going to make it through the movie when in about 15 minutes into it. Actually, about five minutes into it, she, I started I looked over. Off. I looked over, and and I thought maybe she was looking at the movie, but no. And so I bumped her in the arm, and then she kind of looks back up for a minute and just <laughs> looks at me like, what, what, what? <laughs> and I did that. Finally, I quit bumping all, her because all throughout the movie, I, I quit kept bumping her because off. she was gonna just snore through I'm the whole thing. I'm not a late night kind of person. If, <laughs> so. if it would have been me, I would have been snoring, and everybody would have woken me up. But she doesn't. Well, you do snore, but you if don't I snore too loud. Have a cold or have something. A, no, you snore. I snore. <laughs> yeah, I know okay. this, but not in a bad way. You you have cute snores. Oh. I don't. I sound like a chainsaw uh, in heat. It, but I miss your snores. If if I have a hard time sleeping, if I don't have that background noise. If you're you don't snores. have the chainsaw going. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That's kind of scary. Your, your snores are my white noise now after <laughs> all these years. <laughs> I'm, I'm your white noise. That's what they call it. Yeah, that, I'm your white you know, noise. Like, like waves. Or, I got it. I got yeah. it. I know what you're saying. Wind. Gee whiz. Birds chirping. Crazy. Yeah. So... <clears throat> Since my wife doesn't know anything about the movie. <laughs> I know very little. I can tell you there is a lot of fire and gunshots. That's about all <coughs> I remember. Okay, so the movie I'm gonna <laughs> um I'm gonna do this without spoilers. Okay. Because the movie is so Do you think I spoiled it to say there's lots of gunshots and fires? No, no. Okay. you expect that in an apes movie. Okay. But I will say this. I will say that the movie takes place after the first reboot of Planet of the Apes. Well, I mean, the first movie where the virus causes a plague, right? It wipes out now, a bunch of people. Now, if you haven't watched the first one, that they was were coming a up with a well. Here's the deal: they were coming up with a cure for Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. And then, and they because were testing it on monkeys. The scientist's father had Alzheimer's, and he was wanting to right. make him better. So they tested it on monkeys, mm-hmm. and then I don't remember what happened, but. Uh, they created this virus and it came, it got in a human being and then it spread across the world and then a bunch of people died. And so we pick up later on, um, I don't know how many, I didn't pay attention to enough, but many years later and, and we get to see what happened because at the end of the last movie, the, the apes and the chimpanzees and everything went out into the woods of San Francisco. And there's so many woods in like San the, Francisco. The, I think they went out, they went out of to the Redwoods forest. Yeah. Yeah. To the Gulfstream waters. This land was made for no, apes and chimps. Just the forest. Mm-hmm. They went to the Redwoods run, forest. Run, forest, run! Okay. 
So, so I'm not going to go into any more detail other than this. Human beings, apes. Apes didn't think the human beings were still around. What? What? Keep going. Human beings, apes, apes, human beings. They get in a conflict. And what? Okay. And um, there were some really cool things that happened in between. And now I'm going to review the fact that the CGI was absolutely amazing. And you could... I, I actually woke up for the end. Could you... You cannot tell the difference between real and fake. Yeah. And then, to yeah, top it off... I remember. I could not believe it, but the apes who were CGI, computer-generated images... They actually had such great acting ability. They were so believable that it was touching. Mm -hmm. Several times in the movie, you felt um, emotional from the acting of a computer. I, I have to say that 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 was amazing. That the the realism mm -hmm. in the eyes. Yeah. It, it was almost like that. The apes there was had one souls. part. There's one part that everybody agrees they were just showing off that they could do it, that they could make the make it real so real looking. Because there's there's one shot, and if you go see the movie, you'll know which one it is. But you'll go, oh my gosh, that is so real. And uh, yeah, it's already been talked well, about. Okay, it doesn't really have anything to do with this last movie since I didn't really. I'm not done with my review. Oh, go ahead, and then I want to ask you some questions okay, all right. since you're the ape expert all right okay well the other thing about the movie was um there if, if it's not a real family friendly movie so you know little kids probably aren't going to want to be going to it there there was a little kid sitting in front of us and it was a little bit i thought it was a little bit violent for the little guy sitting in front of us and and there was a little bit of language here or there and of course it's pg-13 so they had one f word in it Oh, I slept through that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, so if you're worried about that kind of stuff, just know that there's adult content in it. But mostly, I think it was rated that for violence. For the violence. There's yeah. a lot of violence in it. And that's just that's just normal stuff in an ape movie. But uh, I think, really, the, the movie was dark and brooding. Um, the music score was great. But the acting really shined in this so, one. So, out of ten bananas, how many bananas would you give it? I'm gonna give it a uh, eight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really good. I give Star Trek like I, ten. I don't want to give it any bananas because I didn't watch enough of it to. Well, really yeah, you wouldn't want to slip up. Yeah. It wouldn't be very I, appealing. I'm sure. I'm sure because it's an ape mu movie. That you will either be renting it or buying it in the future, and I probably I will, will have it. Yeah, try to yeah. watch it again. In fact, it makes me want to watch the, the first evening. one now again. Now, and I, I did record an entire marathon of the old Planet of the Apes movies on Dish Network that you'll watch when I'm at work. Right? I've been watching them. Oh, good. Grape juice here. plus. Okay, I have a question for you. Since this is somewhat of a spiritual po podcast, <laughs> once in a while. Um, very loosely spiritual. Mm. Was um, there anything spiritual in the connotation of these apes? Well, I don't know about the last movie because I slept through it. I did. The, the movie right before that. Yes, the, the first the one. the most recent mm -hmm, of yeah, this. Mm -hmm, uh, yeah. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um, it, it dealt more with science. I didn't really feel like there was a lot to do with faith. 
and other than okay well the the original planet of the apes movies were were delved into faith in god the ape creator as but well they kind of made and they, evolution but didn't they kind of mock um the yeah. original planet of the apes they kind of mocked faith and that no no the apes had their own religion yeah but they mocked it saying that you know the apes evolved from man and that they surpass man who and mocked it what are you talking about no the original movies were, no no okay were, were mocking religious people i i thought made them look really stupid um that's all in how you interpret it i guess i didn't feel like that but i think the the premise of it was opposite of what was taught at that time well so, it, it kind of made the religious people look really stupid and closed-minded and they were hiding the truth well yeah yeah it did you're oh i see what you're saying oh yeah 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 definitely you know, because yeah. they were like, they didn't want anyone to mess with their dogma the way they were teaching, <coughs> even though there were some that Or their knew. catma. They didn't want anybody messing with their catma either. <laughs> there were some people that knew that what they were teaching was wrong, but they didn't want anyone to shake the, the boat because they were the people in power. Right. That's pretty much normal about life in general. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. But, so, but the new franchise of Planet of the Apes... Went off the premise not of evolution but of, uh, of science. science. Science actually messing up genome type of things and the virus happening, and that's what caused mm -hmm. the problem. And while well, while they were trying to, they made apes repair, smart. They were trying to repair a human brain who had been that had been affected by Alzheimer's. In the process of trying to repair a human brain. They accelerated the ape brain, <clears throat> yeah. um, made them super intelligent, and killed off the majority of the human race in the first of this rebooted reboot. Planet of the Apes. The original Planet of the Apes dealt with time travel and time travel. By the way, space. The Rusted stuff. Robot podcast deals with time travel on their latest episode. I listened mm -hmm. to it last night. It's good stuff. You want to check out Sean? And Bridget Vanderloo, yeah. the rusted robot. So I'm not quite sure how spiritual this podcast has been, but you've got to learn. Did about, you have any more questions? Well, I just wanted to talk about because the original series okay, was so Charlton Heston. To answer your question, in this particular movie, mm -hmm. they di I didn't hear it, anything about faith in it. You know, that's one thing that I think is fascinating with a lot of the newer sci-fi kind of movies that have come out um we've talked about this before you know Catherine and i read and my even my mom read all the hunger game books mm -hmm. and one thing that we noticed in that complete in that, absence of spirit totally not one mention of faith you know, or I prayer and i have or, a theory behind that yeah I think the reason we don't hear it more is because people, the authors don't want to take heat for um, taking a stand either either way. Well, Because okay. like Ender's Game, yeah, the movie Ender's Game had a lot of spiritual stuff in it. Really? Well, yeah. The guy okay. that wrote it was very spiritual, but okay. he got just okay. lambasted and stuff. 
okay. because of his beliefs. Now you're on to a topic that I'm really but interested like, like in. Like the Harry Potter lady. Harry Potter. She incorporates because I lot was of okay. Things. I was like really brainwashed years ago that Harry Potter was awful because of it dealing with witchcraft and stuff. But if you look at the Harry Potter overall, it's a big redemption story. It is and a big a redemption story, and them. and the whole premise of the whole book is how the mother had the greatest love of all, the love like Christ had, that she had this sacrificial love, right. And that love, just like in C.S. Lewis's books with Aslan, where the he talks Lion, about Witch in the Wardrobe, the Narnia greater, Chronicles of Narnia, greater love has no man than this, and he but, lays his life down for a friend. JR, and that that love and is more the more powerful than any Lord of the magic. Rings and The Hobbit. Same thing. Mm-hmm. The author was a Christian guy. Love. Yeah, J.R.R. Tolkien was a Christian mm-hmm. man. Who incorporated those ideas, those spiritual ideas within the movie? Okay. And the, mo- and the book. Sorry. Okay. He didn't do the movie. Okay. And another one mm-hmm. uh, that I just finished listening to an audiobook this mm-hmm. last week, and Catherine and I, and. You just finished listening, or you just listened to an uh, audiobook from Al Kessel. Yeah. Well, I'm, who, who I'm not quite done with it, but. Vampire Diner. I'm, I'm, I'm Father a, Vampire Diner. Father Vampire Diner. Di- diner. Diner. Okay. I'm not done with it yet, and I'm at a suspenseful part. I'm trying to find out if By the, the way, father Al and the Kessel son is an are awesome going to be dinner at audiobooks. the diner. Did you hear me? No, I didn't. What? I'm at a suspenseful part. I'm I'm waiting to find out if a father and son are going to be dinner at the diner. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. Will so, Dave and Daniel be dinner at the diner? So don't know. So okay, I'm. I need to go Decide, back. Dad. Okay, listen. I'm listening. Pay attention for a second. Okay, I just listened to The Fault in Our Stars. And I had went and saw the movie, sobbed at the movie, and I put the the audiobook on hold uh-huh. at the library. Well, it came in after the movie. Okay. But I went ahead and listened to it because it was in my car. And Here in my car. It was really fascinating, and I, I'm almost tempted to see if the author would come in our, on our podcast sometime, because the uh, the book itself um, has probably been criticized by conservative Christians because there's a lot of... Um, Which book? Fault with Our Stars. Oh. Because it, it deals with dying. From a teenager perspective, real uplifting and, book. Okay, but this was fascinating. I listened to the author talk afterwards a little bit about his story, and he was interviewed about why he decided to write this book. Well, he had been studying as a young person. He was going to seminary to be an Episcopalian minister, mm-hmm. and during this time. He was a chaplain at a uh, hospital, I believe, a children's hospital, and counseled counseled um, children and teens who had um, terminal diseases. Mm-hmm. And I think out of that, he um, he decided not to go into the ministry, and. He felt the need to write this book, and he's also a, a a blogger. Catherine had known him for his video blogs or things that he's done, 
I think his name's, I don't want to get it wrong. Is it David Green? My daughter knows. I turned in the audio book. Um, but it was fascinating. It'd be interesting to interview him and, and just see kind of his, because the book dealt with a lot of stuff about church and about uh -huh. faith that the kids themselves and families didn't seem like they had a lot of faith and yet at times they would pray even though they weren't quite sure they were more agnostic like they weren't sure if there was a heaven or a hell or a god um but they would sometimes find themselves praying just in case <laughs> um you know or just out of desperation um because the two main characters in the book you know had been fighting cancer so and it kind of their way of their dealing with that and concern for their families and and what was the point of you telling us about this well talking about an author how he incorporated faith oh got it got it got it in the story and my theory is in science fiction and stuff like that um in the in recent years mm -hmm. people have been avoiding that only because i think the controversy is a big deal the and there was the a lot of controversy over the Harry Potter books. And yet... I'm, well, not really. I okay. mean, maybe in the evangelical, evangelical Christian yeah. circles. But most people after, really liked it. After I actually went through them, because I listened to them while I was working, um, she incorporated a lot of a sure. biblical but texts. You, you know how it goes. I know. People get on the um, bandwagon and they don't really well, research it. And Well, when I, I tell everybody to been do. told, you know, oh, they're evil because it's witchcraft and stuff. And yet I'm going, most Christians really liked Chronicles of Narnia and and Very also the um, Lord of the Rings. Sure. And they have witchcraft and stuff and magic in those yeah. too. I yeah. mean, they're fantasy. And... And I think with our children, when they were really small, I wait, waited to introduce some of that stuff, even, you know, um, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, even though it's a children's book. I waited till they were a little bit older and understood um, make-believe and and real, you know, between fiction and nonfiction, because um, our oldest son was very sensitive, you know, I, we've talked about that before. <laughs> like when we saw the incredible journey and he thought the cat died <laughs> and it was like hysteria for 20 minutes. It's okay. The cat's going to come back, you know? So I think when children are really young, they might not understand that, but when they're old enough to understand real and make believe. Guess who wants their food? Our cats are hungry. Yeah. So anyway, I, I'm just talking about that. So, but it's, it's really interesting because I've, you know, reading a lot of the same books as my daughter, I try to, we do have our own kind of like book club. We like to watch the same TV shows or books and talk about them. And, and I, I had noticed that was a very different trend lately. Yeah. I didn't get to watch the new show because I got busy. Uh, Extant or something like that on CBS. What do you think of it? You know. It's brand new. I, I'm, I'm not sure yet. Okay. I'm not sure if it's going to be a winner for me or not. Well, so far, a lot of people like it. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, to me, it felt like only half of a show. Well, it felt yeah, like it's going to be a series. It felt like the 
the beginning of a book before the book starts. Right. Not even the first like chapter. The yeah. It didn't it didn't really feel like a whole well, episode. Maybe it just set everything up. That's what it probably was. I guess it was a little bit different. CBS is extant. Is that how they do it? Extant. Something like that. Yeah, it's it has Halle Berry, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a bunch of other people that we know. In it. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll see. I, I'll probably watch it one more time to see. I still have to I watch like the it. first one. Yeah, I I'm not sure if I like it yet, but you like more spacey stuff. Yeah. So you might like it. We'll yeah. see. So this is kind of like a what's happening with the Moyers and an entertainment one <laughs> this week, but. Um, yeah, it's just life's been crazy this week, but it's you finally though. got, um, you, we did a, filmed a wedding last Sunday and you finally got All everything. Done, yeah. We had a slideshow, uh, a video where and we had three different angles. Pictures. Yeah, and you finally got all that on a jump drive. You got the DVDs mm-hmm. of the slideshow and the, the videos edited and put real nice covers on them and finally got them mailed off this morning. Yep. So, and you're still working on songs for um, a fellow in Australia. Yeah. So we're just like hugely busy. So sorry if the podcast is a little bit random this week. I but. think it was random. We <laughs> talked about what I wanted to talk about. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. And you'll never forget about taking drug tests. <laughs> oh, man. You laughed so hard. I thought, uh. I was, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> you made it more fun than the story. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, craziness. Well, hey, we sure would love to hear from you. We don't get a, I mean, we get a few things. I mean, it's nice. We have some, some regular friends from the podcast that we get contact with, you know, that mm-hmm. tell us about stuff. But um, we sure would like some more feedback. If we could hear from you, it sure would make us feel better that we're alive and kicking and that you are actually listening. That's always, I mean, we see the download numbers, but we don't know if people are really listening or not. So mm-hmm. we'd love to hear from you. You can write to me at rick at takingwithyou.com. Or Amy at TakeHimWithYou.com. That's right. If you want to help us continue on and do things and you want to help us a little bit financially, we're always up for donations to the podcast. And that is simple. Just go to TakeHimWithYou.com and click on the PayPal link. Or you can just PayPal me at uh, Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. That's my PayPal address for the podcast. All right. Yeah, and anything. Oh, you can, and of course you can see us on Facebook. We have lots of stuff going on there. You can see all the cool pictures I've been taking lately of the Facebook garden. Facebook.com forward slash Rick.Moyer or Facebook.com forward slash Amy.Moyer. You're good at that. Thank you. And if you want to listen to me on the radio this week, I'll be on from 10 to 2 um, on Tuesday, thir- Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at www. KIX953.com. I messed that up when I posted the link on Facebook. Oh, it's KIX953.com if you want to listen no, to me. If you're local, it's you 95.3 Yeah. if you're local. But yeah, I guess on the website they had to do it different Well, yeah, than you that. can't put a point. You can't put a period. In yeah. So, yeah, it, so it's look, fun Come listening. listen to me talk, uh, talk and introduce music. You don't talk like that. Yes, I do. I do now. No, you don't. My whole life has changed. No, you don't. Amy Louise. Amy Lou. Amy Lou. 
Oh, mercy. Okay, so this has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2014. Y'all come back, you hear? All rights reserved. Let's get out of here before he talks country anymore. I'm going to get myself in trouble. I got in trouble one time when I made fun of somebody talking like this. I was on a talk radio program years ago, and uh, this guy called in, and he started saying, he goes, yeah, I'm a lot. He started talking like that, and I I, I mocked him like this. Uh And then he said he was going to come down and beat me up. I remember you getting death threat one time. We had a... Yeah, you're starting store. to talk like that. Now, I heard you say yeah. death threat. We had an unlisted phone I heard about a death number. threat. Well, it's so funny because when you have me do, um, when you have me do voiceovers for you, if you need girl voices and you need several different kinds, I I kind of have two <laughs> that I do. I have my normal voice, and then I have you my have redneck other voices voice. Too. You also <laughs> you 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 have yeah you got your. Yeah. I can talk redneck. That's not redneck. That's <laughs> southern. You don't, you better not say that. They're going to come get you. I just can droll a little bit. Droll? I think it's drawl. 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 <laughs> Very Anyway, droll. then you got some other voices too, though. You got the voice when you mock me. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell them what, tell them what high sound to you. <laughs> Do it, because it's hilarious. <laughs> Do you want some pork with those French fries? <laughs> <coughs> oh, that hurts. <coughs> and then you have another one that is like whenever you make like an animal talk or a puppet, <laughs> it was all like this. How do you do it? How do you do it? Say goodbye to everybody in that voice. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. <laughs> no, that's not it. That's not the one. Okay. You talk like this. <laughs> Hello, Jade. <laughs> You're not that high when you do it. You do it down low. It's really funny. Oh. Hello, Jade. <laughs> there you go. That's the one right there. Good. We were supposed to be gone a long time ago. Oh. Bye, everybody. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Girl, how could I say no? Whatever you're drinking, that's what I'm drinking. Girl, you're calling the shots tonight. Whatever you're thinking, that's what I'm thinking. Tell me what you got in mind so I can say yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She brought me a cup and I tried it. Little fruity, but she asked if I liked it, so I said, yeah, 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 yeah. Then she played me some band on her iPod, kind of hit me, kind of hit me, and I thought, no. But I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, you want to take a walk to the river, maybe cool off? She said, I know a good spot. And then she took my hand and I said, yeah, yeah, like I was nodding right along to a song on the radio, yeah, yeah, girl, how could I say no, whatever you're drinking, that's what I'm drinking, girl, you're calling the shots tonight, whatever you're thinking, that's what I'm thinking, tell me